refuge in a land It's a faraway place where the caravan camels roam Where you wander among every culture and tongue It's chaotic, but hey, it's home when the wind's from the east and the sun's from the west and the sand in the glass is right come on down stop on by hop a carpet and fly to another arabian night <laughs> i still don't think i've ever seen the youtube rewind with him in it what i've just seen you the fucking memes. i should watch it we keep forgetting that we we keep neglecting to talk about his YouTube channel. Well, it started right around this time when this dropped. It started right after Bright, so I guess. Yeah, so we can talk about it right now, actually. We have so much to talk about with this fucking episode. <laughs> we have technically two movies to talk about with this. Like, we have, because I don't, or what if we chose to engage this movie with this movie as if there was no original Aladdin? This is the only Aladdin then this movie would be better. I think it's I still think it's su- I, I still think it suck, but I don't. Yeah, it still would suck, but I, I don't think it'd be like regarded in the same way at all. It's, I guess because like there are standards that they're like living up to. And then right. you don't have the Robin Williams comparison. Yeah. No, exactly. Trying to remember during this, I think they announced it in Aladdin 2. Yeah, I saw I- that there's one in development. I'm sure that'll happen eventually. <laughs> I mean, it made a billion. It, oh, God, that's right. And you know how the mouse works. <laughs> Quickly and efficiently. I, it was so... Yeah, it's officially a go. That's crazy. <laughs> that's so well, crazy. how much did... I'm trying to remember, because this came out the same summer as uh, Lion King. Oh, Lion I'm, King was I 1. Throw 6 billion. I think this might be better than Lion King, and I hated this. No, I still absolutely, seen Lion King. I, I yeah. don't ever want to lay my eyes on that movie. Granted, with... Lion King had Donald Glover, which was a good choice, but yeah, no, Lion King. Was... No, like this isn't. This movie's not that. I don't think is that good. But I like genuinely think. Well, first of all, I want to preface this by saying that, you know, a lot of my problems with Disney stuff whether it's like star wars marvel or this it doesn't lie with the thing itself i just i don't have a problem with that you know like it's i i'm getting to the point where it's just not for me you know yeah i just think the problem is there's just too much of that of it you know like there's not enough variety anyway that being said i do think the lion king remake is anti-art i think it's 100 like, percent. <laughs> it's just so like I mean, Solus gets used a lot to describe like these remakes, but that's the only one I think that feels like truly like this was made by a computer. That's weird because if anything, I think that's the one that, that it seems like there's like some sort of passion behind it. Like, they sing Can You Feel the Love Tonight during the day. That's right. Which <laughs> <laughs> is crazy because like the Jungle Book worked so well. It was so was good. Great. I still haven't seen Jungle Book, but it's I, great. It's awesome. I think the reason why is the Jungle Book has a human in it. Yeah, the Lion King has no humans, and they're they're just animals that don't emote. Yeah, I've heard people say like Jungle Book is the best of the remakes, so I should watch it. Could out of the ones I've seen, it's the best. Yeah, me too. Because there's like there's like Cinderella, um, Beauty and the Beast, Beauty and the Beast, Lion Dumbo. King, Aladdin, Dumbo. I forget about Dumbo. 
That's right. I haven't seen it. I haven't either. Dumbo's like Dumbo. The original Dumbo's like 70 minutes long. How do they remake that? (laughs) 70 minutes long. So that means the original one has to be 140 minutes long, right? The new one, like, gotta be Dumbo. Double it. It's uh, the new Dumbo is. um, They also did Maleficent, which is like an hour 52. The original, no, my bad. Yeah, that's like. Yeah, I guess that's more of a reimagining. Yeah, I saw Corella. Corella was fine. Oh yeah, Girl Boss Joker. How Girl was Boss that? Joker? Yeah. I want, I need to see that. I enjoyed it more than Joker, but I am very anti Joker. So oh, so am man, I. I might have to watch it. One in this podcast. <laughs> yeah, get fucked, voices. <laughs> um. Uh. Yeah. Tim Burton Dumbo is an hour and fifty-two. And the original Dumbo, I was wrong, is 64 minutes long. Jesus. Holy fuck. It was expensive back then. That shit was made during the Depression. They had to... (laughs) (laughs) Um, Are they showing up to you here? (laughs) Moment. Maybe if you were granted three wishes. Oh. Use a wish on them. Excellent. Yeah. Genie, I wish my dogs would stop barking. I also wish that the podcast would start. Uh, hello, I'm Kellen Cremains. <laughs> I'm, much, much. Um, I'm Andrew Hendricks. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. That's a way to show initiative. Honestly, we some I, people yeah. we have to we have to tell them to introduce themselves. I paused for a second. I didn't know. We did. We we never. We've been doing we, this shit for a year. We, yeah, we we've been doing this shit for quiet. over a year, and we still don't know how to have guests on uh but this is big willy style this is the show where every week we watch a film in the career of one willard smith we talk about the movie what it says about him as an actor as a person and what it says about our pop culture as a whole join us as we follow his career as he goes from the fresh prince of bel-air to arguably the biggest movie star of all time to the to the, the fucking blue guy genie this week uh how does he do it you know it's big willie style this week we're talking about aladdin and my zoom background i'm just gonna have to sit in front of it because it's kind of distracting me i really don't think this was helped because i remember this coming out like within the same week as the sonic trailer i might be getting the timeline mixed up in my head i just throw it out there that sonic is a great movie (laughs) i still haven't (laughs) seen it i don't don't know it's not that bad it's a lot of fun it's a meme in my friend group that uh they like like they say that that's the best movie of um 2020 2020 yeah they they say that's the best movie that came out i mean jim carrey got snubbed i'll tell you what <laughs> um yeah this week we're talking about aladdin the 2019 remake of the uh classic animated film of the same name uh it stars will smith who is uh in the credits the top build he's above um i believe is it mina masoud as aladdin and naomi scott as jasmine even though they have like double the screen time of will smith the strange pick i mean it makes sense though he um, yeah i mean it's it's fucking will smith you know uh, but just like we we it's kind of in a way echoing like adam sandler's career like towards the end we kind of see a return to form um so he did 
Suicide Squad, and then there's a weird thing in, in between, <laughs> and then Bright, which is like you know back to form, and then this. It's extremely like, fascinating to me that you refer to Suicide Squad and Bright as Will Smith's return to form. I mean, it is. It is. <laughs> like him being I, a Commercially, commercially, yes, I'll agree. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Orc Cop, that's like the fucking comeback, you know? <laughs> it's, it's just weird that we still don't know if this worked because like we haven't seen him in a, in a movie since last year. It's true. And and it, I think the Will Will Smith craze has kind of died down, and then this yeah. movie I think halted it even more. Yeah, he's going for an Oscar this year. Yeah, King yeah. Richard. Yeah, he is. Mm-hmm. He's going for an Oscar. But before we talk about Will Smith, uh, joining us today is Andrew Hendricks. Uh, first of all, thank you for coming on, Andrew. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for having me. Thanks for watching Aladdin uh, for the show. Uh, anything for you guys. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Um, and this is just something we uh, try to get uh, all of our guests to talk about. What's like your uh, opinion of Will Smith? What do you think of the guy? Love him, hate him, something in between? Uh, I'm going to be honest. I have not seen as many Will Smith movies as I probably should have. I've Bad Boys. I have never seen Bad Boys. I know I'm, a, I'm going to hell. But <laughs> he seems like a good guy. Uh I think he is like I've never seen an interview where he's like a seems like a dick. Um, I don't know. I think for some reason I watched Pursuit of Happiness when I was like seven, and I was like that was a good movie. Um, <laughs> Shark Tale. I grew up on Shark Tale. Like both of you guys probably did. Yeah. Um, I like his kids, and I think that's that's something that I should bring up, and I think we could talk about later. Is a lot of people our age probably know will smith because of his kids and not him i think going back to moise's point of did will smith kind of fall off i think the answer is yes and this was trying to be return to form Mm -hmm. we can get into that later overall i like will smith seems like a cool dude and he always goes 100 percent, even because some of these scripts he's got to read know our shit (laughs) yeah yeah but he goes a hundred percent he is about the back no yeah the thing we keep talking about is like i don't think he's like necessarily like on like a tom cruise kind of level of this but like just in interviews like and he just seems like one of those guys who's like so like 110 percent focused on like everything yeah yeah like i think the the thing i said to kellen once like a couple episodes ago and it kind of blew both of our minds because it was a random thought i had Will Smith is just obsessed with being a perfect human being. And like, he's true. No, yeah, absolutely. To be a perfect human being. We haven't talked about it in a while, but that's a narrative we're stumbling upon. And and that he's trying to create man in the perfect image of God. Well, this (laughs) blue shit is not a perfect image. I'm sorry. (laughs) Um, Uh, It's nightmare fuel. uh, Yeah. (laughs) And, uh, there's a lot, I think, I was thinking, there's a lot of stuff I was thinking about in terms of Will Smith's career uh, while watching this movie. But that's something for the end. Uh, to as to kind of try and transition into the movie, what's your guys' this, like, um, did you guys grow up with the original Aladdin? Yeah. Yeah. I, I remember the, the white case VHS of it. Oh, the clamshell VHS? Yes. I yeah. I fucking I might still have that somewhere in my house. Either that or the one for Lion King. But I feel like a lot of people our age grew up with it, 
And it also helps that I think it's like one of the only Disney movies that was like marketed primarily towards boys. Like, um, yeah. it's like it wasn't as much about the princess. No, exactly. Like, yeah, Jasmine doesn't have a song in the original one. Mm-hmm. No woman. That song sing- is shit. That song yeah. is shit. I'm, I'm so, is fucking terrible. I'm so glad we're in agreement on this. Yeah, speechless fucking sucks. Don't get I, I, that was the moment where because my little brother he kind of sat down in the middle of it, started watching with me. And when that song started, I looked over to him and I, I told him I wanted to turn off the TV right then and there. Because oh, it looks like shit. The song sucks. And it mm-hmm. sucks even more because Naomi Scott is actually doing a good job. No. So- <laughs> yeah, I said, um, I, I wrote down, like, she's easily the best singer in the movie, is the thing. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, God love him. Will Smith's not much of a singer. No. It's no. okay, though. Because uh, I feel like this was in he's his a top defense. five rapper of all time. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's on the ra- uh, the hip hop Mount Rushmore. Of yes, course, so. yes, Vegas, Miami. Uh, <laughs> I feel like something that wasn't you know kind of talked about a lot, like when this movie came out, like when people were kind of ragging on him. It's like sure he's not a great singer, but like you know neither was Robin Williams. Like, but yeah, I think both of them kind of fake their way through the songs you know like the genie songs are very like you could kind of act your way through it you know or like in his case like uh hip-hop dance yeah kind of raps he kind of raps a little bit you know it's not speak singing it's rapping you know he's not (laughs) they should have gotten someone else to sing arabian nights though that's the (laughs) really i kind of liked it i i I, I was fine i liked it you you were fine with it yeah it slaps I think I think the original is just so ingrained in my brain. Yeah, like yeah. Hard for me to separate that. No, but I I guess I I can talk about it now before I forget because I fucking hate speechless. Um, it's a, that's one of the new songs that's written by um this songwriting duo named Pasic and Paul. Uh, they're kind of like hot shit in the theater world. They did Dear Evan Hansen, mm-hmm. um, which also fucking sucks. I think. Um, I'm not a theater kid anymore, so I can say that safely. But yeah, that movie does not look good. Oh, that movie looks rough. <laughs> <laughs> what fucking Ben Platt looks like Paul Simon. <laughs> <laughs> no, and they are, but uh, I guess more mainstream, they are the criminals responsible for uh, The Greatest Showman, which I don't mm. know if you guys have seen. Yeah, I'm not a fan I, of criminals. What, I thought you like that. You like an Andrew? You like. You, you got, y'all like Greatest Showman? I've never seen it. It's, I, I give it like a six out of ten. It's, it entertained me while I saw it, and I forgot about it when I got in the car. I and I like Zendaya. People love. I, it, I, right? Don't get me wrong. I don't. I like Zendaya. I will watch. <laughs> <laughs> She's good at it. Uh, I like the stuff with her and Zac Efron. I think that's the best parts of the movie. But yeah, no, yeah. I and I think they're fucking hacks and speechless. Is like, I the, you just look at the lyrics for speechless. It's like nothing. Like there's. It's so vague. I think the, the st- what I don't like about their music is that every single song feels like it was designed to try and get radio play, you know? Yeah. Like, so it's like kind of vague, like, you know, this kind of works in the movie, but it would also kind of work if you just heard it out of context on the radio station or whatever. 24 uh, 7 radio. 99.5 radio Disney. Yeah. <laughs> um, Rip Radio Disney. It's gone. Oh, it is? That's what I heard. Oh, man. That's sad. Then what are they going to play Olivia Rodrigo on? What the fuck? 
Can I bring up something from that happens during the speechless scene that bugged me throughout the entire movie? Yes, go for it. There are like three or four times, and I'm sorry, I forget the name of the song, but like Aladdin's first song as he's running through like all the alleys and stuff, they're singing at normal speed and their mouths are moving at normal speed, but everything else is slow motion. And it also happens during speechless and I can't stand it. It's so weird. Yeah, it it doesn't work at all. No, like who went up to Guy Ritchie? Like who in a Disney board meeting was like Guy Ritchie? Like who watched Snatch and was like Aladdin? <laughs> like yeah, dude, man from Uncle Rip. Let's have him do the Aladdin remake. Well, well that's like, something that me and Kellen talk about too. Is like Disney always hires these directors and they don't let them put their sauce in it. But it's like, why would they hire Guy Ritchie out of all the directors yeah. to, to do Aladdin? Like, it's so yeah the one jump ahead scene is so weird like there's just it just feels like so like off you know like will smith on the boat uh no the one jump ahead scene where he's like running from the um uh, guards and uh like you know it does the thing where it's like slowed down but he's like singing at normal speed you know and but it also does this thing where it's like it's kind of sped up so it kind of looks like a charlie chaplin movie at one Mm -hmm. for like one shot Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I think he does like not Charlie Chat. I think he does like the Buster Keen somewhere, like he j- grabs onto the moving wagon, you know. Yeah. So it's it's weird. It's weird. It's incredibly off-putting. Yeah. Um, there are. Uh, if you guys don't mind, I want to real quick talk about the original Latin, like the history of it. Please. If that's cool. Please okay. Do. And. Uh, don't don't let me and feel free to interrupt but uh, (laughs) no Uh, the original Aladdin um, came out during uh, what's known as the Disney Renaissance which is this period in the 90s where uh, you know all gas no breaks just bangers from Disney (laughs) like I think it depends on who you ask like I think most people agree it starts with the Little Mermaid and ends right around like Hunchback or Pocahontas I think Hercules, I don't I don't know the exact timeline, but I think Hercules yeah. is like a good like end point for it. But it was basically like the Disney Corporation was like Yeah, and in that you have Aladdin and Lion King at the peak. Yeah, yeah. Aladdin, Lion King, Beauty and the Beast are like the peak of it. But like, you know, in, in the like yeah. late 80s, Disney was about to shut down its animation department because they were like losing. That was like the only thing they had that was in the red, like everything else, like the theme parks, every, you know, was like, they had, they had to take money from the actual profitable stuff and give it to like the film department. Uh, But then like, there was just like this perfect storm of like people and like, um, producers and creative minds that just like led to like this like incredible output in the uh, 90s that you know k that left as quickly as it came you know but um aladdin it's was like a, it's a, it's the gorgeous perfect like creative explosion because this the original aladdin is so fucking like mind-blowing rewatching it now yeah it's it's a movie where it's like how the hell did they fit all that in in 90 minutes oh yeah insane like i rewatched a bunch of the uh, movies from this era not too long ago and it's like insane how like well paced they are 
like for not, just like 90 minutes in and out. Like we're going to, you know, we got fucking kids in the audience. They don't got long attention spans. We got to get this. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Which makes no sense why the remake is two hours two and 20 hours minutes. <laughs> it's like almost as long as infinity war. I think. Yeah, oh my <laughs> like, God, it's fucking um, insane. Um, but a lot, the original Aladdin and it's like how the way it started was it was the passion project of, in my opinion, I think like one of the more underrated uh, people behind the Disney Renaissance. Um, com- uh, lyricist, I guess, is the official term. Uh, Howard Ashman, who um, him and Alan Menken did the music for um, uh, Little Mermaid, Aladdin and Beauty and the Beast, I think. Like the thing I always say, and like Alan Menken too has just done music. Like if you have a favorite Disney song, there's like a pretty solid chance that Alan Menken wrote it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but basically like, you know, with Little Mermaid, um, these two guys like were put in charge of Disney, um, Michael Eisner and Jeffrey Katzenberg. And there's this whole like succession style corporate drama with these fucking two, like, <laughs> like, story for another day there's a great documentary on disney plus uh plus called waking sleeping beauty about this whole you know period that's real good uh but they're these two like producer like big producer like dollar sign brains that were brought in to like try and whip the animation department into shape but uh katzenberg he had the idea of um because at this point uh howard ashman had like um a huge success in the theater world uh with little shop of horrors which is a um, a thing that we will never talk about again on this podcast. It will never get brought up. <laughs> Definitely not a movie uh, we'll talk about in the fall. But anyway, <laughs> um, brought in, ha- he has the idea of like, let's bring in like someone from the Broadway world because Disney movies have like, have had songs. They've had musical numbers since forever. But like, I, in my opinion, I'm willing to admit I'm wrong on this. Like they're in the older like stuff from the 60s they feel like kind of inconsequential like um the original jungle book there's songs but like they're kind of like oh we go here and now these fun characters are going to sing this fun song you know like it uh but like what howard ashman brings uh is like the like this like very musical theater idea of like no the music is drives the plot like ariel's going to sing a song called part of your world where she just lays out who she is and like what she wants from life yeah. And that's like the Disney formula, you know, that's what Disney is now. Uh, like th- without him, without part of your world, there is no like, let it go, you know? Mm-hmm. But anyway, um, his passion project was he really wanted to do Aladdin and like, he kept trying to push it for, he, he was pushing it for a very long time. And Disney kind of came to him and was like, look, we'll let you do Aladdin, but we've got this other project called Beauty and the Beast that's like failing. We need you to come in and like write the ship, you know? And uh, so, you know, he kind of does that despite like really wanting to do Aladdin. And um, sadly, this is a bummer part of the story, but uh, he tested uh, HIV positive. So Beauty and the Beast was the last uh, thing he completed before dying. And so after his, like, after his death, Disney kind of, like, took what he had. And, like, sadly, like, a lot of, like, his original vision for Aladdin didn't make its way to the movie. Like, uh, for example, um, instead of a monkey, Aladdin had, like, three human friends that had, like, their own kind of subplot. The genie, instead of being, like, a stand-up comedian, was more like a 20s jazz singer. 
uh, you know, just like a lot of stuff, like like Aladdin wasn't an orphan in his version. He had a mom, and a lot of his motivation was like trying to make his mom proud of him. Uh, and like all that got, you know, cut. The reason I bring this up is because like, you know, in thinking about how like the original Aladdin is like this very beloved movie. And if they're doing a remake of that, I don't get why they would just do the same movie again, but worse. Like, yeah, I like to me, like what I was hoping they would do is like, I, is like, it would be cool if like they tried to do something else with Aladdin, like maybe look back on what, you know, Ashman's original fucking idea for it was and like try and take. You know, that's what the Broadway adaption does. Just um because they don't even add much. No, they don't they add like the genie's horny. They add that subplot. Yeah. There's um fucking Billy Magnuson as some Swedish prince. And that's that plot line kind of gets dropped, I feel like. And it's like almost a full hour longer. Yeah. It's money. <laughs> yeah. Cause Again, like it made a billion dollars. People want familiarity, which sucks. But yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, although, like, I feel like I don't know. I feel like with Mulan, there's like start. Uh, I it felt like there's a bit of a change of people being like, okay, we're kind of tired of this. But that that's also COVID. Like that kind of like thing could be affecting that. Well, I think it's also like they see it being recreated, and it's like, oh, but you forgot like. One of the most, like Mushu's down the movie. That's one of the most beloved, <laughs> beloved yeah, parts. Yeah, no, exactly. Movie. Nobody wants to see. Like, if we didn't want to see the traditional Mulan story, you would have gave that to us already. <laughs> the reason why we love it so much is because it's not traditional. No, exactly. Uh, like, it, it's a weird thing of like, I want something different. I want them to do something new, but it's also like I don't want to see a Mulan movie that doesn't have make a man out of you in it. You know. <laughs> Or a reflection. You have no music. You have no Mushu. What is that? Like, <laughs> why'd you even name it Mulan at that point? Just like change it. Do a different type of movie. Why? Why'd you waste money on this movie? I don't get it. I yeah. But I again, think again, like Andrew was saying, it's familiarity. People want familiarity. What I wish they would do with like yeah. these um live action remakes is like instead of remaking like the. Uh, arguably like perfect movies that people love or like the beloved movies like lion king beauty and the beast and aladdin which they've remade all of all of those at this point (laughs) like is like maybe remake the ones that like like remake treasure planet or something you know like or like uh, hey i got a special place in my heart for treasure planet hey it's not that bad i watched it for the first time recently it's pretty good i just don't think they knew how to market that movie like looking like everything i've read about it like I, it actually seems like they killed that movie on purpose just so they would have an excuse to not do 2d animation anymore like because i it seems like it seems like that movie bombed and they were like see it's too expensive everything's on a computer now um well the next ones that are coming is little mermaid peter mm-hmm. pan and then pinocchio oh god i forgot. I, I think pinocchio is really the only one out of all those that makes who's it. doing pinocchio again robert, robert zemeckis, zemeckis. Weird. It 50-50. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> he, that guy, he's one of those guys that I feel like people are just like, maybe we'll make another back to the future. Let's give him more money. <laughs> like <laughs> maybe this one won't be a Polar Express or uh not Polar Express, Christmas Carol. Something about Peter Pan intrigued me, but I forget. I'm it's like, um yeah, I, I think Peter Pan makes sense, but it's, I think but it's, if we've gotten 
It's David Lowry. Jude Law yeah, is Captain Hook. Jude Law. And David Lowry. Yeah. It's uh that's a ghost story, right? Yeah. Yeah. You like that movie, don't you, Moises? You were telling me I about love that movie. <laughs> oh, it's incredible. It's that's it's weird. Fuck. Well, maybe he that did Pete's and Dragon and Green Knight this summer. Green Knight looks incredible. The Green Knight looks amazing. I don't know if it's confirmed yet, but like, you know, they're doing like a Hunchback of Notre Dame remake, I think. Which to me feels like the perfect, like, because like the original of that version of that movie is by no means perfect. Like there is a lot of problems with it. They like, it could be fun. Like, I know they fucking won't. I know deep in my fucking gut, they're not gonna, but like to lean into the darker parts of the original yep. and like get rid of the fucking uh, Jason Alexander gargoyle, you know? <laughs> um, they're redoing Hercules. Oh God, I... I, aren't the Russo brothers doing Hercules? I thought that's what I heard. I have heard that because literally, and it sounds like a joke, and sadly, if not, they want Tom Holland to be Hercules. Fucking oh. hell. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, oh, I'm not watching that. Well, I'm boycotting Hercules. It should be Hercules. Who would, who would fucking play Hercules? Who's like the... Zach Efron. Oh, fuck. That would be good. Yeah. God damn it, Andrew. That would be good. <laughs> I know. No, that's perfect. Yeah. Who's Meg? Zendaya. Perfect. Yep, we got it. <laughs> a, um, no, yeah, but like it, even Hercules, like, what's every? How does everyone feel about Hercules? Like, what's everyone's vibe on that one? I haven't seen it in a while, but I loved I it when I was a kid. I'm the same way. I, I think I'm that way with every like classic Disney right. movie. I I don't know. I I don't love Hercules. I don't know why. Like, because oh, it's a very mean poster. movie. Oh, that poster is so good. Yeah, the. 90s Disney had some like really great art. I don't, I'm gonna make sure yeah, they did. Fun. All the Aladdin posters were fucking awesome. Yeah, like they they're like hand painted kind of look to them. Are we thinking about the same one? Yeah, yeah, we are. We're thinking about the same one. Oh yeah, like the Lion King ones, the Beauty and the Beast one. I don't. And now like all the posters are just like the fucking um <laughs> like Disney like the DreamWorks like single eyebrow raised to the camera. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, like, I think Hunchback, like, Hercules, like, I think both those movies are, like, there's a lot there that people love about them, and, like, rightfully so, but they're also, like, you know, you there's a lot you can do with it. Um, I think I saw Lilo and Stitch was another one they were considering. What the fuck? <laughs> no, don't do I remember seeing that. I wiped it from my memory, but I remember that. Yeah, Twitter is going to be unusable the day we see what photorealistic Stitch looks like. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I, like that's they should they should do that one just for the reason like Stitch would be near impossible to do because it'd be like there's be horrifying yeah you would have to, you have to what's great about Stitch is he walks such a great like tightrope between cute and scary yeah like you look at him like oh he's a little dog but he's also like a little fucking freak like he's a little monster <laughs> he's a fucking he's literally an alien from outer space <laughs> yeah like. <laughs> just have like uh the the original sonic cgi model like that 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 or character yeah, design that stitch. stitch yeah um just add some eyeballs to the top of the like i'm gonna google photo real six stitch and see what comes up they they should just like oh my god yeah this one's freaky i'm gonna make this my zoom background oh god jesus I I, I don't I, I kind of like it. I definitely I kind of like it because I see him and I'm like, it looks like a chihuahua. Yeah, 
know, he's a kind of a fucking freak, but he's a little, I don't know. <laughs> he seems like he'd be a nice guy to have around. I could definitely, like, I'd buy it. I'd buy a, a plush doll of that for sure. Yeah, they should do another Emperor's New Groove. Why not? You know, <laughs> get fucking. Kellen, you're going to get, no, no, no. You're going against our ideals. We want them to make new ideas, remember? Yeah, we do. New <laughs> Disney uh, needs to start. Well, they're not going to do that. So I'm just trying to think of like, again. yeah. <laughs> They're not going to do that. So I'm just trying to find the parts of their they're going to remake that I'm not I don't have as much childhood attachment to. Yeah. Let them remake hey, hey, fucking stop rescues buying, down stop under. Stop buying properties. Start doing new properties, Disney. What? Stuff. Yeah. Bob Iger's like, we can do that? <laughs> like, what? <laughs> There's like some fucking guys like it's, you know, it's a cr- crazy creative person. Like think uh, like Kim Wexler and Better Call Saul. They have her <laughs> down and like they have her throwing away all the trash when really she has these amazing ideas. Oh like, yeah, <laughs> she has like the next Avatar in her head. She's yeah, like, no, exactly. hear me out. But they're like, no, go fucking work of down at the See mail if, room. No, you're the what one do you do? who said. See if Josh Gad wants to play Quasimodo. Get him on the phone now. <laughs> I I said that as a joke, but I think that's actually who they're trying to get as Quasimodo. Just uh, just to try and steer it back to Aladdin, because uh, I know Moises and I, uh, uh, Moises rewatched it today. I rewatched it last night. Andrew, how long has it been since you've seen the original Aladdin? Probably like three years. That's fair. It's, um, I genuinely can't recommend watching it before Aladdin, before the remake, yeah. like, because I spent all of the remake like, fuck, I should just watch the original again. <laughs> Yep, me too. Like, I had that same uh, feeling, like, earlier just, in the pandemic, I tried to watch the Lion King remake, and I shut it off halfway through, because I'm like, I'm just going to watch the original again. Yeah. The original Aladdin just paced perfectly. Yeah. Like, nice and fast. Yeah. Nice, they get, just watch it. Just fucking watch it, sing a little bit. And there's so much they change in the remake, just to like, oh, we got to do it differently, you know? That makes it worse. Like the like the the thing that comes to mind is like they have Jasmine, you know, and and they introduce introduce us to Aladdin and Jasmine at the same time, which is just like, oh my god, I don't know, <laughs> it's baffling. I don't know, and like they cut out the like cold open of Aladdin where uh, Jafar like has the fucking thief go into the cave of wonders and gets smushed, like that. I that's not in the remake, right? Yeah. Or am I forget? And so like. We're like 30 minutes in, and I'm like, what's your They show the cave for a second. Yeah, they do. Like in the Arabian Nights drone shot of Agrabah. I, I'm, I'm, guess just real quick, like, what's everyone's thoughts on the Aladdin remake? It's, I think the word I, I, I use a lot, um, it, it's in, I use it a lot for sequels because sometimes there'll be a great movie, then the sequels suck, but it's like it's so uninspired. Like, Mm-hmm. it's so uninspired it, it feels ugly it looks ugly um it's a really bad looking movie somehow they got this like super they took this super lively idea this super creative and bright idea and made it an ugly soulless colorless mess like this movie cost over a hundred million dollars why does it look like it was shot in 
I mean, that the, the reason why is because it was shot in the back of some California studio lot. But in, like, in Atlanta. It shouldn't. <laughs> it shouldn't look like that. It should, should not look that way. Like, yeah. you suck the soul out of the prop, like, out of the idea. You suck yeah. the soul out of it. Like, I, I think the main part of the original that makes it so perfect is, and part of all those old school well 90s disney animated movies is they are all fucking gorgeous mm-hmm. they all are so bright and you're seeing like landscapes in a completely different way like and this one just does nothing for that at all like it looks stupid it looks fucking <laughs> stupid um what'd you think andrew i feel i i follow both of you on letterbox so i know we all we're all in agreement but just for the record yeah i think it's incredibly unnecessary like going off moises saying it's uninspired which the one thing i disagree with you on is i think i really liked the costumes in it the costumes are good that's that i agree on that one the costumes are good but overall like it's just like you said the budget it costs so much to make and like i put this in my letterbox review like the hangover could afford a real monkey but disney couldn't (laughs) <laughs> like you want a real abu you want a real abu yeah friends had one ross and friends <laughs> had a monkey for like two seasons apparently it, a, apparently him and the monkey didn't get along though i, I, I heard that <laughs> but it's just i, I they had know, a monkey I, they had a they had a real monkey in this movie but he was cl- close associates with a uh, chris d'alia so they cgi'd a monkey <laughs> over him <laughs> Like right now, Andrew's Zoom background, that's like a photo. It's probably like a set photo. It looks better than the movie. There's more it, color. There's Yeah, there's it, it's so colorless. There's like no sat. They use no saturation. Like, yeah, I don't fucking get it. I, I think get it. everything you guys are talking about, I'm going to see if there's actually a video of this. If you watch like the Arabian Nights openings back to back, like just the reveal of Agrabah, you know, like, as it comes over, does the... it feel magical? No, Disney yeah. movie should feel fucking magical. This does not if feel you, magical. Like, uh, is this a side by side? Hang on, let's see. No, it is not. Um, yeah, but like the reveal, like you know, like I'm looking at it, there's like this like tracking shot in the original of like these this camel walking, it goes over the hill and like this like beautiful, like purple and pink palace, you know, of Agrabah, like the sun's setting, like it's golden hour. Like all the buildings are kind of like, you know, it's kind of going in and out. And then in the original, like it goes over the hill and you're like, oh, well, it's a it's a CGI city, I guess. Yeah, Yeah. I just I think another huge problem I had with it is Will Smith tries, but I don't think he was right for the genie. And the guy who played Aladdin, like I remember it being a big deal. They spent like two years trying to find the right guy. And this is who they came up with. Like he didn't seem like he wanted to be there. Yeah, he, <laughs> I, he, he did. It seemed fake, like so fake. There's, like, yeah, he doesn't seem like a compassionate person at all. Like, no, no. Uh, there's like a middle chunk of the movie where like he kind of won me over, I think. But like, yeah, I and I think he's like a real new actor. Like he, he just lacked a sort of like confidence. It feels like I didn't feel like. 
like Aladdin is all confidence. I think like he has uh, he has a jerk smile, not a handsome smile. Gotcha. That's how, that's how I saw interesting. It. Here's the thing though. Very pretty man. That's a I, I made mean, that yeah, note. He's, he's a, a very pretty man. man. He's a very pretty man. Hey, animated out Aladdin was hotter. Yeah, don't yeah, <laughs> hey, animate Aladdin <laughs> like doesn't even have a shirt. Like he's fucking hot. Um <laughs> and and um Naomi Scott, on the other hand, is great. She's yeah, really I thought good. she was really good. Um yeah. she's got she's charming. That's what I wrote down. Like she's got mm. the Disney princess energy. Um, but like Where, they got and then they get rid of uh the sultan he's not goofy anymore like <laughs> that's the thing the sultan is just like an old dude and he's just yeah. like little short fat <laughs> yeah. guy in the original he's just like little like he's a looney tunes character and they made jafar hot and then the Far- pair isn't like a funny asshole anymore either no like like jafar's i think jafar jafar's should be ugly old creep. he's ugly like <laughs> yeah he's he, he should, should. I mean, he should. I think uh, what I what I saw when researching was like Ben Kingsley. Like that's what everybody was saying. Oh uh, yeah, but that be he should have gone Jafar. Would that be whitewashing? <laughs> he did Gandhi. That's yeah, that's true. <laughs> Look, no, Jafar is the bad guy. Have him be a white guy, sure. Just do. do so. <laughs> yeah, fuck it. Yeah, why not? Uh, He's just really old and evil. This guy's just looks like a fucking jackass, and he does a bad job of playing him. Yeah, it's so comic-y. like it's way too over the top, way too yeah. over the top. And plus, I wrote down like in their dedication to making this like realistic. This is like the same shit the Lion King did. Like in their dedication to making it feel photorealistic and feel like real nature, Simba doesn't emote, you know, or like. Yeah uh timon and pumbaa just look like little fucking animals you know they don't like there's a <laughs> lack of personality and they did that with iago and because of that in the original iago is, and jafar going back and forth is how we learn about jafar it's like how we figure out like what he's trying to do and by having him just be a fucking parrot you know jafar sucks in this like i don't jafar fucking sucks in this and like i remember remember well, i remember jafar being this scary guy and he is like watching the original he's a fucking scary dude he's, he's got creep. this evil ass costume on <laughs> yeah <laughs> he's got that... those eyebrows like yeah there's so many angles to him there's so many <laughs> angles yeah and then this one he's just some fucking like handsome man it's it's annoying i think one of the most underrated jokes in he's the a original. perfume model yeah <laughs> One of my favorite, I think one of the most underrated jokes in the original is like, there's a part where Jafar's like mind controlling the Sultan. And he's being like, you will kick Prince Ali out of the city. And Sultan's like, I will kick Prince Ali out of the city. You will promote me to your top advisor. I will promote you to my top advisor. You will marry me to the Princess Jasmine. And the Sultan goes, I will... (laughs) But you're yeah. so old. <laughs> like he's you're that's so what snaps that's what snaps him out of it for like a second. <laughs> and then in this movie, it like they keep doing a thing where he gets snapped out of it. And like it should be funny, but it's not. No. Yeah, um, that's a big problem. Is there's nothing in this movie that's funny. <laughs> I chuckled one time and it was a Will Smith uh, thing. Uh, I did write down. It got easier to write down the things I liked than the things I didn't like at some point. So I started. The reason Dude. why I do like Will Smith in this 
is he feels like he you can tell he's trying. He's really fucking trying. Oh yeah, he's done something. This is a hard role to fill. Large shadow cast over, you know, of course. Ginormous shadow. I guess we haven't even mentioned Robin Williams as the genie. Like I like back when this movie was announced, I think that was like the big like even more so than Aladdin and Jasmine was like, yeah, who are like, they going to get as You shouldn't genie? do this movie. Yeah. People were saying you shouldn't do this movie. Unless you're going to radically change it, you know, like do a completely different interpretation yeah. of the genie, which to Will Smith's credit, he kind of does. He doesn't try to do Robin Williams. I don't, for the yeah, most part. He's horny. Yeah. <laughs> he's horny. horny. <laughs> he's been more like, you know, he's a bit more chill than like Robin Williams was as the genie. Yeah. But like, he still does this shit where like he turns into all these like fun and kooky characters. Like he does funny voices. Like I think it's, I just, I, I like that his thing is different. I just don't think it's different enough to like escape the shadow of Robin Williams. Yeah. For me, you know? I think the other thing that the change that they did pretty well is like them becoming friends, <laughs> Aladdin and the genie makes a little more sense. Like there's uh-huh. actually some dialogue that yeah. makes sense like that they're such good friends that they're getting so emotional uh-huh. um that's something they do pretty well on it yeah i think so yeah I, I think that in terms of just like any if just one if any improvement i think from the original is like rewatching the original i feel like the section of like you know aladdin trying this you know uh impress the princess with the genie as his wingman i feel like that's like too short like I, I don't know if it's too short. I just want to see more of it, you know. And like, uh, the bit that did make me laugh is like, I just, I don't know. I just think it's funny when like he's like pushing him over to Jasmine, and the lines just like sliding backwards, like magically. Uh-huh. Um, there was something where once they got out of the cave, Will Smith did something that he summons a prince. That made me like he has summons the prince in the background. He's like, not like when he's like saying, when you say make me a prince, I could just make you a prince, and like. A, a prince appears in like the mounds yeah uh, like, I, th- I don't know all the special effects look really good, good. yeah look like the good. genie like looks really good i guess it's for, like, scary but it looks good like it's impressive <laughs> for sure it is they very are impressive. smart in getting him into a human form as quickly as possible yeah um uh, it's technically very impressive um, yeah shit um the it's, monkey pisses me off. I you don't like the monkey? The monkey fucking pisses me off. They should have oh, got a real fucking monkey. You just get a real yeah. monkey. Yeah. There um, are plenty of great monkey actors out there that could have been paid a well-deserved living wage for this. Well, yeah. the, they just need to join uh, the SMAG, the Screen Monkey Actors Guild. You know, they, they need really need to unionize in Hollywood. <laughs> I feel I wrote down, I think just in ter- talking about like the song numbers, because like, you know, watching the original, each song is like none of them overstay their welcome. I don't know if there's a song in the original Aladdin that's like more than three minutes long. Mm-hmm. Like maybe a whole new world. And even then, like, you know, like it's you it's don't quick. want it to stop and you don't want it to stop. <laughs> the original. No, yeah. And a whole new world in this version is awful. Yeah, no, it sucks. Look, it's bad. I, I will lifeless. say, I think he's miscast. Mina Masood. I, I'd like to see him in other stuff. You know, I feel like he's got something. Like, I think he's miscast as a Latin. The guy's trying his best with the singing. But, yeah. 
I mean, why not just get someone to dub him? You know, why not just like hire a, an actual singer to like do the singing voice? That's what they did in the original. There's two different voices for Jasmine and Aladdin. Yeah, but and that's he looks like Aladdin. Like yeah, it, based on looks, like he fits the type. Yeah. Um. Yeah, a whole new world in the original is two fifty three. Um, friend like me is like every time I watch the original and like friend like me happens, I'm like, I just want to rewind and watch friend like me <laughs> again. Cause there's like liked, so much. I liked friend like me in this. I will say, yeah, I, that is my favorite uh, scene in the movie. That's the only one where I'm like, okay, this has a pulse. This is fun. You know? Yeah. Like, yeah. He starts like puppeteering him and shit. Yeah. That's cool. Another thing I'll be remiss if I don't mention because um, my friend's, uh, who quite like this? Who quite like the remake for some reason? Um, they me, have to be pulling a gag. They have no. To they told me this. They're like, but this is really good. And I'm like, okay. And like, I watched the movie. The choreography is very good in the movie. I think like the dancing's really cool. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Yeah, no, like the little dance they're doing, like the you know, it's fun. <laughs> no, like you know, um, one jump ahead has so much like it's very Looney Tunesy the animation the original there's just so much happening and like in this one like he does some parkour I guess you know, there's like, a lot of parkour there's a lot of parkour <laughs> uh, uh, Guy Ritchie's stuck in the past <laughs> I think King Arthur does some parkour in the Guy Ritchie King of Arthur course movie. of course that happens he punches the air that was like in all the trailers for I never saw the King Arthur movie but um I wrote down, I guess this isn't friend like me. I like the monkey playing the drums. That's fun. Yeah. If they're going to do a CGI monkey, I like that they <laughs> have him do drums and fucking play a trumpet. There, there's like the genie subplot with um, uh, Jasmine's like handmaiden, right? I, yeah, I think that works. I think yeah, it was a smart it's all, like, Yeah, it's all right. Yeah, like, like there's little things that they add that just add a little tiny like okay good job yeah yeah like the tiger the tiger smells aladdin and like the tiger hates everybody but he doesn't hate aladdin yeah and that... then later on when he comes as prince ali he smells him he's like you know what this guy's cool too yeah um uh... there's little stuff that i add in there that that it does make sense and it is smart to do but like oh just overall no <laughs> no 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 <laughs> No, yeah, the whole, you're right, Angie, the whole New World scene sucks. I'm not sure why. I guess it is just lifeless. Like, it looks like shit. Yeah, they're flying through, like, sort of blue and gray CGI worlds. Um, and, like, there's nothing nothing wrong with CGI. Don't get me wrong, but just do it good. You know, it's the same for any yeah. other thing. Um, they add, like, a whole action scene at the end with the magic carpet where like iago turns oh, yeah. into like a big bird i didn't hate it yeah, that, that was, was dumb <laughs> i didn't like it you didn't like I, I thought the parrot looked the the bird looked too dirty it was it's weird. too dirty it's no too, but moises it's too this is bird. realistic aladdin this is gritty this is like dude like what if parents iago... themselves <laughs> they're not dirty oh uh... look a parrot like a real life parrot, it's fucking bright. And yeah, no, they're clean. Um, obviously, like I feel like every time they remake one of this princess movies, they're always like, "We gotta make the princess feminist," you know, like. <laughs> which, like, I feel like Jasmine was just like, 
I feel like is kind of known as being one of the more like independent of the princesses. She's just you know? tired of the bullshit. That's yeah. It. In the original, she's just tired of the bullshit. In this one, they make her give her the motivation of like she wants to lead Agrabah. I want to be the first like f- woman soldier. So I'm with her. <laughs> um which i i, I kind of liked I, I i like i'm okay with that. It, yeah I, I, think, uh, again, I think that's a good a change small little thing that works yeah um and having her become sultan and change the rule herself is okay actually i thought of the one thing i have in all caps that i really liked about the movie that i i'm an advocate for should make a comeback in film and it, it has an in credits dance scene with all the characters. I didn't watch. I wanted to you end didn't? it right away, so I stopped. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't make it through. Oh, no. <laughs> it's kind of, um. I think it's a thing in like Bollywood movies. I think that's like what it's like paying homage to, where it's like uh-huh. a friend like me reprise, just instrumental of like all the cast, like kind of, it's kind of like a curtain call thing, almost like dancing. But like, it made me think like, I Bolly, like a Bollywood style remake of Aladdin isn't a terrible idea, but why movie. hire Guy Rich? <laughs> yeah. Um, what else is Guy Rich? He, he does Snatch, Man from Sherlock Uncle. Holmes. Oh, that's what, what's everyone, how's everyone feel about those Sherlock Holmes? Because I kind of like them. I like them. Fine. It was like a bonding moment for me and my dad, those yeah. movies. I don't know if I like the movie or I just like the part in the second one where they're running through the forest and like the shit's exploding around them. You know what yeah, I'm talking about? But, that kind of rips. Uh, yeah. Motion. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's like, again, like uh, it makes sense that those movies look that way. Aladdin makes no sense. Why? Yeah. Why and even then, like, way. you know, it's like, there's no, uh, none of like, Guy Ritchie's like style on it, like if any, like which again brings up the question: Then why hire I mean, Guy Ritchie? Minus you know? the slow motion. Yeah, I guess. But the slow motion and mm, yeah, I get what you mean. And the parkour. And the park. And the parkour. It seems like a Guy Ritchie thing. <laughs> they made. <laughs> they made a Aladdin like a Cockney, like um, fucking like, oi, bruv, you you want to start a tussle, he, innit? Innit? Aladdin just like, hey, a new vlog, um, <laughs> parkour, I'm doing parkour today. Uh, dirtbag. I don't know. Vlogger Aladdin. I guess it's worth noting, I just realized this is like the highest grossing Will Smith movie maybe ever, right? Like It made a billion. Yeah, have we billion. have we talked about a movie of his that made more than a billion dollars? Like, I don't think so. Because, yeah, like I was look, looking, I can't remember what movie it was, like movies like before 2009 movies just didn't really make over a billion dollars you know like and then like this in 2019 like there was a this summer i think this is like lion king in game uh far from home aladdin like all just grossing more than a billion dollars and it's like yeah aladdin and then suicide squad and then independence day are his top three wow damn but I think and this is something we talk, Moises and I talk about all the time, because this is also a podcast about movie stars. But like, you know, um, like movie, the like movies aren't really sold on, um, you know, movie stars anymore. That's just like it used to like we always talk about. It used to be like you go to see a Brad Pitt movie. And now it's like 
you go to see uh, like an Iron Man movie. You're seeing like a Marvel movie. You're seeing a, yeah. a Disney movie. Like people aren't going to see Aladdin for Will Smith. They're seeing it because it's w- something they know and recognize. Yeah, I would argue it's not, it like it's that way for actors, but not directors. Because like, mm-hmm. I mean, you guys are living a life. You guys are film students. I'm a fucking finance major. I wish I was in film school, but like, for I still have friends. You could easily get uh, we'll Columbia. It's a very low bar. <laughs> Wait, you what? <laughs> it's a low bar. I was just saying, like, I still have friends that, you know, we talk about the new Christopher Nolan movie or the new Tarantino right. movie. Like, directors, yeah. you go to see them. Right. You yeah. know, when Tarantino announces something, it's a big deal. Which, in a way, is its like own Kenneth, kind of brand, you know? you know? Yeah, like... Yeah. yeah Pandemic like or not, people were excited for Tenet simply because yeah. Chris Nolan. People weren't yeah. excited when they saw Aladdin and it said a Guy Ritchie film on the poster. Right. Yeah. But no, it's a Disney movie. They recognize the logo. They recognize Aladdin. They re- they know the music. And I think because I remember like seeing trailers for The Lion King in theaters and like knowing I have no interest in seeing this, but like getting goosebumps because it's like I've been Pavlovian conditioned to get chills every time I hear the circle of life, you know, mm-hmm. like and like just a way of like when they have like the big, I got like, excited for that cast. I I agree. That's also you. a I great cast. Super yeah. excited for the cast. They should have just had like the actors act out Lion King, like do do like straight well, up whole, like that. That's an idea that people had is they should have gave it to um the girl Julie Taymor, who yeah yeah the one who did the Lion King Broadway show yeah instead of fucking um Favreau. Yeah, fucking chef. Favreau. God damn Favreau. It's chef. Fucking hell. But see, like we said earlier, he killed it with Jungle Book. It made sense. Yeah. yeah it was good. Killed it with Chef. And now, shit, who's doing it? Barry Jenkins is doing, doing Lion, the King, Lion King 2. Lion King 2. So depressing. And yeah. They're doing Barry a 2 Jenkins. live action? Yes. Yeah. What the fuck? When, since when have they announced this? It was around Christmas, I think. I didn't know. Yeah, this. I remember hearing about it. Fuck, so I'm gonna yeah. have to watch the first one because I want it is to- so depressing, just like I I it how like inevitable it feels for like directors or behind the camera talent to just be swept into like the Disney machine or like the big yeah. But again, yeah, Andrew, this is another thing me and Kellen talk about all the time. They do it, Disney it's and Disney's the main offender. They give a ginormous director, someone who has this like beautiful style, Barry Jenkins. They give him Lion King. It doesn't fucking matter. His style, his swag is not going to be in it that much because it's Disney. They want a certain thing. I'm just going to throw this out there. What if it is? Like, what if the Lion King 2 just fucking rips? Like, what if it's like... But it's still not going to because... The the close-up POV shots of Simba, like, looking directly (laughs) into the camera. It's like, that's... Tears in his eyes. It's a fucking lion. Yeah. How's that going to affect me? And they do that with Marvel and I mean, yeah, Marvel and Star Wars. All yeah, that. Marvel's the like, biggest defender of it. Yeah, Edgar Wright's Ant Man would have kicked ass. Yeah, and I kind of yeah, and I quite like the Ant Man we got, but I still like. Yeah, would I really, do, but Edgar Wright is. There's just, like certain. Like, um, yeah, there are certain things that they do allow it. I'd say Thor Ragnarok. Um, and, and even then, like, still, it Thor Ragnarok has is still a Marvel movie. You know, yeah, like it has exactly. its own energy yeah thor ragnarok's really the only one we've seen <laughs> that has came any black so... panther maybe oh yeah black panther but you're right about black panther where yeah definitely. yeah like those are the only ones that come to mind of late that like feel like they really let the people 
behind the camera, like have their yeah. put themselves into it, you know, like Eternals. It to me, in my opinion, the trailer seems like it too is going to be like that. Yes. Um, Kelly sort of disagrees with me, but yeah, I wasn't super blown away by the trailer, but um, uh, I I think that article is hilarious where Kevin Feige was like, guys, we used real location and it's so beautiful. Oh. Yeah, it's like yeah, you should have been doing that. <laughs> all due respect for the man, oh, but they all due respect to the man, but they should have really stopped letting Kevin Feige do interviews. You know, yeah. <laughs> it's like just, did you see that thing yesterday where there's an interview and was like, we got the idea for the title of Wandavision from Black Klansman. We were like, you can just yes, the, you could just put two words together and it's a whole new thing. That's crazy. He said. That. He's like the most powerful man in Hollywood, and he's like, whoa, oh, you can just put two words together God. to make a title. Uh, like, and I think even, you know, James Gunn with Guardians, like, you know, it, it, it feels like some of the bigger directors, like they'll let like loose a little bit, but like for the most part, they like to get, you know, Disney and Marvel like to get indie directors who made like one, like $5 million movie and like, you know, just let them do, you know, like kind of keep them on a short leash for the most part, mm-hmm. which me, which is I'm real excited slash nervous for uh, Sam Raimi's Doctor Strange 2. Doctor like, I, Strange. Yeah. It's the I'm first, excited. Yeah, first fucking Sam Raimi Sam movie Raimi. in, like, what, a decade? Yeah. It's been a while. <sighs> like, just a ima- I think I'm not going to get excited until it's someone, like, with crate. Like, if they're like, hey, Boz Lerman's going to do the next Spider-Man. Like, I That would fuck, be nuts. I'd be excited for fuck? that. I'd be excited. <laughs> It's like there's no way you're not gonna let Boz Lerman do his thing. No, exactly. That's why. That's what I was saying with Sam Raimi. It's like there's no way they're gonna hire Sam Raimi and not let him do a Sam Raimi movie. Yeah, yeah, Dude. yeah. Sam was Raimi's it? last movie was Oz the Great and Powerful. Oh man, yeah. that's sad. That makes me yeah. sad. If I hope Doctor Strange like gets him back into like I want to see him do like a Blumhouse level like horror movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, like drag me to hell. I guess is what. It, uh anything we've neglected to talk about with aladdin uh we hit the goods the pros the cons yeah will smith i, I yeah i don't know the damn monkey I, I i think will smith is truly trying to do something that's why i i think he's really the only true shining light in this movie him and mm-hmm. nami scott it's a uh, really hard will shadow cast over this movie uh yeah like will smith you know, I think gives it at all his all, but like, uh, it's just he can't save it. No, yeah, they, there's just it's it. it just the it want the movie wants to stay too close to the original. It's afraid to go too far into like just letting, because you know the difference is that like you watch all this behind the scenes stuff for the original, and everything is like we would just let Robin Williams go into the booth for like eight hours, and just and you can totally tell so when you're watching great. it, yeah. And because so like he had as much of an influence in creating the character, if not more so than like the like the script or the directors. And like yeah. with Will Smith, it's like, well, you can improv a little bit, but like you got to be kind of close to the original genie. You know, you still have to be mm-hmm. recognizable, um, which sucks. Uh, it is also um, this really bizarre connection. I might add this out because it doesn't have a whole lot to do with what we're talking about. But this really bizarre connection I was thinking about where like Robin Williams as the genie is what opened the floodgates of like having big name celebrities do animated movies. You know, like uh, like it, I, we talked about with Shark Tale, you know, like it. Yeah, without being, Robin Williams as genie, 
There's no Will. There's no Shark Will Tale. Smith and Shark Tale. No, yeah. There's no Shrek. Or Shrek. <laughs> yeah, there's no Shrek. You know, there's a like we talked about this poster for Shrek where it's like the names of the actors in it are bigger than the title of the movie. Like there's that one poster that's like Myers, Diaz, Murphy, Lifgal. Mm-hmm. And, and like they're the, the fonts as big as the name shrek like it's i don't know it's this interesting full circle thing to me where it's like without robin williams as the genie there's no shark tale and it was the same thing with fucking the lion king remake the only reason i was excited for that movie was because the cast names involved yeah and like you look at who's in the original and it's like oh well i guess the original has like matthew broderick and like uh james earl jones james earl jones oh yeah which by the way Probably one the thing that makes the newest Lion King so hard to watch is you can hear how old James Earl Jones is now. It's so depressing. Yeah. It's so makes you so sad. But um yeah, Will Smith gives it his all. Uh doesn't quite work for me. Mina Masood, uh, he's miscast, but I kind of like him. Uh Naomi Scott, uh, what are you doing this Friday? You know, I have a, a gift card to the Olive Garden. Did y'all know she was in Lemonade Mouth? Did you guys see Lemonade Mouth? As a, yeah. kid, as a kid i don't know if i have she was the bass player yeah she was crush on her then crush on her now hey you know uh, she's married she is yeah she she's actually like she directed a music video with her husband well that's you know i'm just i just want her to be happy you know i'm just happy she's uh she's <laughs> hey good for her yeah good for her um let's see who else jafar should be ugly uh, and a bigger prick yeah he should just be evil yeah he should be old look at him yeah look at this yeah, look at the, look at this guy he's like he's yeah. scary yeah I, I kept like when the movie started and like they showed iago i kept like hoping that like gilbert godfrey was reprising his role as iago and i just didn't know about it like i kept over this like photorealistic bird would open its mouth and be like i'm sick of this jaffa <laughs> Uh, this is i think for will smith's first movie since bright because that was 2017 did we get the did i i I didn't get the order wrong did i no don't tell me you fucking got the order wrong oh boy hang on shut up no i didn't we're fine i'm gonna look it up but we're fine no you're you're definitely right there's nothing yeah, we're missing. There's going to be some fucking movie where I just completely forgot about it. I'm scared. Um, no, it's bright and then this. Yeah. Okay. And then okay. Gemini Man, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, he doesn't do anything all of 2018. He did, Bright's the only thing he does in 2017. 2019, he does Aladdin, Gemini Man, and Spies in Disguise. Yep. Uh, I'm real excited to talk about Gemini Man. That seems like an interesting I'm movie. Excited to watch it. Have you seen it, Andrew? I have not. I don't think anybody did. I I think I I I think I remember that bombing, but yeah, yeah, it did. Uh, Final thoughts on Aladdin, guys. Disappointing. uh, Will Smith's worst movie. I'm between this and Collateral Beauty for his worst, but hey, I still love him. Yeah, you know what? It's not his worst performance, but it's his worst movie. There's a really good way to put it. That is good. He's an executive producer on Cobra Kai. I, of I, course this, he fucking is. I feel like this of came up before. Yeah. I still need to watch Cobra Kai. Um, my grandpa's like really into it for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my uh, he's done a lot of producing stuff. I didn't realize that. Um, 
He got the producing bug after fucking the Karate Kid, dude. He realized yeah. how much money he could make. Oh, is that why he's a producer in Cobra Kai? Do you think? Do you think he has like a oh, partial definitely. ownership of the definitely. Karate Kid? Definitely. I did not put that together. Wow. Um, <laughs> you got the itch. Um, yeah. Um, well, I made a shit ton of money. Uh, fucking huge success they're making a sequel because of course they are and um disney's gonna have a monopoly soon that's just the world we live in Yay. but that's that's the far future for the the, the more most recent future uh, next week we're doing gemini man the angly action film shot in 120 frames per second which is i don't know what the math is on and that we're yet. watching it in 60 frames per second because we have yeah. 4k copies right uh so if you watch along with the show i don't know how many people do that good luck i guess i don't know what the ideal at home viewing format for jim and i man is but anyway and then the week after that i believe is spies in disguise right yeah and then uh, Bad Boys for Life. And that's it for Will Smith. Mm-hmm. And um, we got other stuff we're doing after Will Smith, but we'll announce that later. Uh, for now, we'll wrap up as we always... Oh, there's also... We're doing uh, an episode on the Red Table Talk episode where he, him and Jada talk about uh, their marriage. Uh, <laughs> some, that's I think that's coming not, out next Not excited week. to watch that. No, you're going to hear our live commentary as we both watch that episode for the first time. Um, it's oh, where the crime will... Wait, wait, hold on, hold on. Another thing I think is important to talk about this, I think this is a new generation kind of being introduced to Will Smith because, yeah. you know, parents are taking their kids to watch this and then they're going home and watching Will Smith on YouTube because Will yeah. Smith is on YouTube now at this point. Hang out with um, Ninja. Making very family making very family friendly content yeah um, hey speaking of ninja kellen you want to hear a crazy 30 second story please go for it it was 2018 and i was at a travis scott concert it was the night World came out mm-hmm. and it was khalid and then they were like hey guys travis is gonna be an hour late you guys want ninja to come out so on the stage ninja comes out and plays fortnite in front of the entire Lollapalooza audience opening for Travis Scott. That is so fucking weird. Are you going to Lollapalooza this year? That is. Yeah, I bought a ticket for Friday today. Nice. For Tyler. Nice. That is a story that could have only happened in 2018. (laughs) That is such a time capsule. That's like, that. that's the modern day equivalent of telling your kids you were at the Ed Sullivan show when the Beatles made their American debut. You know? <laughs> I went to the, the night Astroworld came out. I saw fucking Ninja play Fortnite. At- <laughs> In a crowd full of people who are drugged out. And oh, yeah, that's crazy. I mean, that's that's all I'm going to be thinking about for the rest of this episode. But to go <laughs> to piggyback off what Moises was saying, like. You're right, and that this, like, for us, you know, we grew up with Aladdin, but for, like, a whole generation, this is the Aladdin they grow up with, and, like, that's how they know Will Smith. Like, we know Will Smith as, like, the Men in Black guy or, like, the Shark Tales guy, and to to them, he's their genie, you know? Yeah, it's crazy. And he's, like, the guy on YouTube. Yeah, it sucks that they're, like, Mommy, this movie is so long. kids like this movie. Yeah. I I could see kids like it, yeah. It's, I mean, like, 
Will Smith's friend like me, I, I don't know what kind of indication this is of, you know, actual prop popularity or, um, you know, cultural relevance. Like Will Smith's friend like me has like 77 more million views than the original friend like me. Of course it does. That's sad. <laughs> Which is, yeah, just, I mean, that's, uh, I, to be fair though, there's like, at least 10 different uploads of the original friend like me that each have like around a million or something views. So it's hard to quantify. Um, but you know, it is, yeah. Like (laughs) he has like, you know, we talked about like, he's trying to become the perfect man, you know, Adam in the image of God, as I like to call it. And, or like, he's, you know, he had this like mathematical equation of like how to perfect being a movie star. And it worked for so long and then it stopped working. Mm-hmm. And I feel like now we're seeing in this most recent phase of his career, we're seeing him like rewrite the equation. And like, he's like, no, I got to become an influencer. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And it's working. What's how many it's, fucking, it's really let's see, working. he has, um, I mean, he's, he was on YouTube rewind. That was his, like his, nine, second, yeah. or his second year on YouTube. Yeah. I think he's got like 9 million um, subscribers and he uploads like, a monthly you know like each video is like you can feel you feel like it's like <laughs> he had i'm pretty sure he has like a team of writers that help him with his oh, youtube yeah. channel and along with it it like his instagram is popping like yeah he's a tiktok is yeah he's like yeah. it is very interesting to see how he's like adapted for because i guess it's kind of like we talked about with um uh sandler like the way sandler adapted when his formula stopped working is like he just went to streaming um, yeah. and like will smith is like becoming an influencer you know i guess and in, in, it's similar in that they're going to the internet but um yeah we're gonna see adam sandler like run a meme page <laughs> oh my god i'd love it i'd love to see sandler get on tiktok oh, is it sandler's oh, instagram yeah. <laughs> past and future guests of the show kyle stankovich is just said like Adam Sandler's Instagram is just like picture of random sportsman, RIP, you know, what a guy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but uh, I think that's enough on Aladdin. Um, I feel like I have not seen, wow, I'm just really scrolling. Yeah, like the the trailer for Aladdin was posted on Will Smith's YouTube channel. What? Yeah, like I don't know if he, he Disney also posted it, but like. That's crazy. Yeah, like 34 million views. Disney uh, had to have posted it too. There's no way that movie does not that trailer doesn't have like over a hundred million views. Exactly. Um, he's got the YouTube game figured out. Like, you know, he was promoting Bright. That's how it started. Um, yeah, it's interesting. But um what else is interesting is um things that don't have Will Smith in it. And we'll wrap up as we always do with the non-Will Smith recommendations. These could be anything, movie, book, TV show, video game, uh, podcast, song, album, park, painting, poem. I, I hope I didn't, I don't think I fucked that up. Uh, anything that the three of us are enjoying and want to share with the world, they just cannot have uh, Will Smith in it. Um, Andrew, you're the guest, so do you want to go first, first or do you need time to think of one? I think I got something. Go for it. My recommendation is Seth Rogen's book, Yearbook. It is hilarious, and I am not a reader. Oh. There's some 
amazing stories in there about George Lucas, Kanye West, and Jerry Seinfeld. And if that didn't sell someone on it, then... yeah, I should I should read it. I saw the excerpt of uh, the George Lucas story. Isn't he? Isn't doesn't Rogan talk about how George Lucas was a big like twenty twelve like apocalypse yes. guy? Yeah, yeah. Do you do you buy it? I my new conspiracy my conspiracy theory now is it like that's why he sold Star Wars. Yep, that is that's what Seth Rogan says. <laughs> oh my god! And there's an amazing Nick Cage story about uh, the movie Spring Breakers. Oh fuck! Oh, two things I love. I have never seen is Spring Breakers good. I've never seen it. Yes, it's good. It's good. It's it seems so good. like a this a divisive movie, but I should check it out. James Franco, uh, it's, it's so crazy now. That movie. Oh, I love that movie. I love okay. it. I'm gonna recommend because we're recording this early, so I'll probably be at least in season five or season four of the show by the time this comes out. But I've been binge watching King of the Hill. Um <sighs> I fucking love that show. It was a show that I never watched in order. It was something, it was just like always when a rerun would come on, I'd watch it. Now I'm finally like, I started season one and I'm going through the show. It's so fucking funny. Um, It's this, I didn't re- like as a kid watching it, I didn't find it funny really. I just kind of watched it. And now like I'm realizing there's like this deep satire thing going on in it which is really good. Uh, um, I'd recommend it to anybody who wants to have a good laugh and enjoys uh, some 90s animated nostalgia and some MTV humor because it's Mike Judge. So, yes. yeah, go go watch that. Go watch King of the Hill. I've always wanted to watch King of the Hill. I don't know. Is it on Hulu? You, you lived it. You lived in Texas. You lived <laughs> I guess I did. Uh, um. My recommendation this week, uh, I did a book last time, I think. Uh, my recommendation this week is the movie Miami Vice uh, starring Colin Farrell and Jamie Foxx. Uh, I watched this for the first time like a year ago and I didn't really like it that much. But uh, I watched it the other night at like one in the morning and the shit just hit a little different. Um, so it's good. it's a vibes movie. You don't try to follow the yeah. plot. It, the, the plot's kind uh-uh. of like no. <laughs> a little too complicated. I, I'm still not a hundred percent sure what happens in the movie. You know, me neither. I need maybe I I need to rewatch Tenet with that mindset. I, and I think I'll like Tenet you a do. lot more. I just got a vibe. Um, but yeah, Miami Vice, based off the TV show of the same name. Nothing like the TV show of the same name. Michael Mann movie. Uh, <laughs> very early digital cinematography that uh looks kind of bad but i like Gorgeous. it, it it's, <laughs> i love how it looks <laughs> it's very grainy um it's just guys being dudes all right it's fucking uh, dude dudes rule yeah. dudes rock yeah <laughs> oh chica and just to shout it out there's a move colin farrell does in that movie where he's like on this speedboat with this like gorgeous woman who's like in charge of a drug or cartel and he like i don't know what it is about this move but like they're going like a hundred something miles per hour on the ocean on the way to Cuba. And he tells her like, take the wheel. And she takes the wheel and he like just takes his jacket off. And he, yeah, it's just so fucking hot. smooth. Yeah. He looks like a sentient bag of cocaine in the movie Dude. and it's hot. And he, he, he was, he was, um, he was he, a sentient he, bag. He doesn't. Yeah. He doesn't remember the experience of making that movie at all. No. Yeah. He does. 
Uh, but despite that, he's he's really good at it. So he literally Fox. checked into rehab. Right when he was like done. he wa- yeah. <laughs> he was like, I gotta fucking clean up. That's it's insane. At, literally, that movie changed his career. It's crazy. That movie yeah. changed his career. Changed his life. It, he was like, I can't do this yeah. anymore. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much for uh, listening. Uh, please remember to you know grant one of our wishes and leave a positive review of the podcast thank you andrew thank you andrew yeah, yeah thank you so hey, much for coming for on me, guys. It was a good time. yeah um is there anything you want to shout out at all want to shout out or plug can it be anything yeah literally anything uh whoever's listening whole lot of red's a good album agreed i've i recommended that the week it came out yeah uh, did i saw oh, in your story didn't you get the vinyl of that yeah interview? it came in yesterday nice Follow Big Willie Style podcast. Yeah, follow at Big Willie. Yeah, we're gonna rebrand soon. Yeah. Oh fuck, we need to figure out our rebranding voices. Yeah, because we we're recording these ahead. So. Yeah, we got time. We got time. This episode's yeah. not coming out for like another like two weeks, right? Yeah. Something like that. A week from Friday. Yeah. We got yeah. time. Um, and I think that's gonna do it for us this week. And uh, we'll leave you as we always do with the Will Smith fact of the week. This is a true nugget of information, like highly researched, like thoroughly fact-checked uh, trivia tidbit about the subject of our program, Will Smith, uh, for you to just, you know, keep in your heart, you know, carry around in your pocket, you know, just reflect on, let ruminate, ruminate let it simmer until we meet again next week to talk about Gemini Man. Um, Kellen and Andrew, did you know um, Will Smith actually chopped off his legs for this movie so like for the floating scenes as the uh as the genie so all the scenes beforehand where he has legs were filmed first whole method man that's insane yeah all the genie um scenes were filmed in the latter half of the production super crazy insider fact that no one knows so you know he doesn't have legs anymore he um some some people have said he has prosthetics now no one really knows no one it's a real conspiracy it's a late gate a Hollywood experience could conspiracy. It's a Will Smith fact. I'm Kellen Kermits. I'm Wiz Much. I'm Andrew Hendricks. Thank you so much for coming on, Andrew. Thank you very and much. thank you for just being fucking on it with the outro. Yeah. Thanks. Uh, uh, thank you so Don't much for come on the fucking pod if you're not fucking ready to outro and intro. We'll see. We'll see you next week with Gemini Man. Arabian moons, a fool of his guard.